0: This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to house plants to cactus and succulents. They even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens. I'm talking, I've seen Monstera albos there. I've seen Thai constellations there. Rare collector specimens that I can't even find online, I find them there. If you head over to their Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery, they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick. You could miss it. Make sure to go check it out. Not only that, They treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805 Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. What's up everyone? Welcome to If Plants Could Talk. My name is Garrett and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm also the owner of Earthling Botanical. You can find me on Instagram at earthlingbotanical or on Etsy earthlingbotanical.etsy.com. I created this podcast to give a platform to the plant community and to have an opportunity for people from all different walks of life to come together and share our common love for plants. I'm looking forward to exploring topics ranging from cactus and succulents to houseplants, to gardening and plant medicine. Today I have on two very special guests, Whittier Prick or Will and Vic the Prick or Vic. These two guys are very knowledgeable and uh, inspiring individuals. I was really grateful to have them on and I really enjoyed our conversation. They shared a lot of cool stuff with me that I wasn't aware of and I'm just really looking forward to bouncing ideas off each other and for us to all grow together so without any further ado here's Vic and Will what's up you guys
1: what's up man how you doing
0: good man so my name is Garrett and my page is called Earthling Botanical you're Will of Whittier Prick Whittier right yes yeah. And, yeah, so and
2: I'm Vic, uh, Vic the Prick
0: cool man it's really nice yeah. to meet you guys
2: Nice to meet you, too, man. Nice finally, to after talking for, what, about a month about this, we
1: finally get it going.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to do that. Where Where are you from, Will?
1: Uh, originally, I grew up in Norwalk, and then I moved to Whittier about 2011. Okay. And then been here, and then started, fell in love with Cactus back, uh, started
0: 2017. Okay, okay, cool. And you, Vic? Uh, I
1: grew up in Norwalk as well. Oh, wow. Probably so you guys America.
0: knew each other back in the day, or?
1: No,
2: he's uh. Uh-uh. He's like, what, 10 years older than me? Yeah. What you... So I'm
1: 23.
2: I'm 33. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we're, 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 it's crazy. You know, it's, uh, it's a small world in a way. Because uh, when I met him, it was like, I don't know, it was meant to be or something. Is
0: it cactus that brought you guys together or was it the reptiles?
1: The cactus first. Cactus first and then we found, and then yeah, we we're both into reptiles too. He's more into reptiles than me, but I've always had a thing for like tortoises and chameleons and stuff like that
0: okay that's cool those are like two different worlds but they're both like out i don't know there's something outdoor-y nature-y about yeah. it you know i think they i can see how they, they can tie together
2: it, yeah they call it uh, how would you say cohabitate each other in a way because you need yeah. uh tortoises to spread seeds for cactus uh-huh there's not too many animals want to eat a cactus
0: is that what they do in nature yeah
2: so so when you see the fruits on the the nopales uh-huh. in the like, desert
1: yeah, yeah some colors some of them are like yellow they look like uh actual like uh they almost look like what's that fruit that,
2: uh... the dragon fruit yeah they almost look like yeah. dragon
1: fruits but they're more rounded they're like red and yellow
2: yeah so what they do is they'll eat it a lot of animals can't eat that stuff and then they'll just when they when they go use the restroom they spread the seeds in the desert and they it's crazy i've heard like, there's been a study with the tortoises that. Certain plants need tortoises to eat the eat the seeds and then digest it, so it makes them uh how would you say it uh, fertile? Or, oh wow! Yeah, so they need that whole process to get it going.
0: That's so you cool. Can
2: just put the seeds in the ground and expect them to grow.
0: Yo, this is exactly why I started this podcast because I want to learn things like this. You know, that's that's so cool, man. I never knew that.
2: Yeah, dude, it's amazing, man, and that's why I think I I, I told myself I always have to have a turtle or a tortoise in my house. No matter where I am, there's always small tortoises and turtles that you can keep indoors, and there's the big tortoises you can keep outdoors. So there's something for everybody.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm from Long Beach. I'm 30. I lived in Orange County for a little bit. Uh, I I lived in Seal Beach for a little while. That area. I went to high school over there, and now I'm back in Long Beach. Um, but yeah, I I've always liked plants. Like I, my first my first plant that I was really into. My grandmother. I'm Filipino. I'm half Filipino, half white. You guys are both what? Hispanic.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: My not that it's relevant, but my grandma was like really into plants, you know, that's like, like kind of part of the culture. She like loved orchids and stuff. So I fell in love with orchids originally that I've always gone to orchids since I was like a teenager and uh, started getting cactus and succulents and fell out of it for a while. And then I kind of started getting back into it in the last year, launched that little Etsy shop and it's been keeping me busy, man. It's just for fun. You know, it's it's cool to like to, to get all the support that I have and, and you know it's nice to have the extra money but really I do it because I enjoy it you know straight up yeah,
2: same here man that's awesome yeah it keeps you busy man mentally and and physically yeah got to keep up with all the people that want your your product you right know, no matter if it's stickers no matter if it's a shirt or if it's cactus dude you know yeah. like that that's 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 the goal I think as far as most collectors you know to be able to spread their product to everybody. Okay. In the environment, you know, it's not just oh look at my stuff, but you can't touch it. You can't, you can't, you know. I I don't like those type of people that keep themselves isolated. Right. You know, there's a lot of people like that out there, and that's why I kind of got out of the reptile game, big time because there's a lot of I would I like to say cocky people that are successful, uh-huh. but they don't like to share what what what, what they built. Right, you know?
0: right, right, right. Yeah. So
2: it, it, it's crazy, man. That's why I tell I tell who all the time. I like to give back. I like to put myself out there to talk to other people because some people don't know certain things. And I'm not the type that oh, if I know something, I'm not going to tell you.
0: Um, that's something I've noticed in the plant community, too, since I've, I started coming around. Like, I'll reach out to people. People are really willing to share information with me to help me identify stuff. I've been yeah. shipping things back and forth to people that I've never met before, you know, and for, you know, just trades or giving away things. It's, it's really cool how generous everybody is. And like we're all from different walks of life too, you know, like completely different walks of life, and we have this common thing, the the plant thing, you know.
2: Yeah, and it's crazy, dude. Because like, like I get the most excited when I get a damn sticker.
0: <laughs> yeah, stickers are cool as fuck. I just got some today.
2: Yeah, like I think that's the coolest experience, man. That's why I, right now I'm trying to work on my own sticker. I've been I've been thinking of ideas and stuff. Man.
1: You got that cool idea? You just got well, I thought the tattoo artist was gonna. Yeah,
2: it. kind of kind of like slowed down. Give it on to me. It. I'll do it. All right. Do you do graphics? Cuz uh, yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have make
1: a little bit. I mean, I could I could trace stuff too if you have like an idea. I mean, but it takes me a while. I got like I got to put the music on, get on my iPad, start doodling and stuff like that. That's but I cool. mean, if you have like certain designs that you want to put together on the iPad, you could uh trace them, like mirror them and uh-huh. then trace it and then it becomes you could turn it into whatever you want to, actually. It's pretty cool.
0: I actually need some graphic work, too. That's dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking this Psychedelic Ninja shirt right now. And I got some stickers from him today. Shout out to at Psychedelic Ninja. And uh, I, I got some. Uh, what do I got here? Euphorbia Euphoria coffee cup.
2: Nice. <laughs> That's yeah, cool. it
0: says I got by 2020 with a little help from my plants. Shout nice. out to him, Jesse. I believe his name is right. Yeah, Jesse.
1: Did he just make those?
2: I think Recently. so. Yeah, he just put them out. That guy's cool. He's busy. I've been trying to get him down to my place to visit. Yeah, but, you know, he's doing school and everything, so I support him with all of that.
0: Yeah, he's talking about coming on too. He came through one time too and bought uh, uh, what is it? Opuntia robusta off okay. me. Yeah, I met him one time for like five minutes, but I supported him and ordered this cup, man. So yeah, that guy's awesome yeah I mean what I really want to know is like what what's the plans like what do you guys what are you guys doing right now like you got stuff in the works with your with your plants to grams or like you're like are you, you got a business that you're trying to build
2: uh for me right now I think I'm kind of transitioning to be more of a set of just throwing a plant in a pot to kind of tell like a little story with it or something like like, like staging single, yeah like staging with it like I was just taking random pictures now I'm kind of like I, uh, I would ask a few guys, like uh, Crazy for Cactus, Kevin, that guy's awesome, mm-hmm. you know, I met I met him through Will, and he helps me out with everything, and he kind of showed me different ways to, like, you know, just to edit or something, and um, so I start editing my pictures a little bit, and that makes a difference, you know, and I think it, I like the habitat look a little bit, you know, so that's my thing, but as far as plans, I don't really have too many plans, I'm still trying to figure out like, my future as far as myself. Mm -hmm. But eventually I would like to start, you know, maybe growing stuff from seed more. Like, that's why I'm getting into more euphorbia stuff because you can hybridize, you could do this and that with it. And they grow pretty fast. I think they grow faster than most cactus. Yeah. You know, just get a little grow light under them, give them a little jump start. Then once, because my greenhouse gets pretty warm in the summer, I've noticed, like, I went to Botanic Wonders last year, and a lot of their obesas as they grow from seed, they show me different stages from week one to three months to a year. And those things are massive, like softball sizes. Cool. And that's a crazy growth, man.
0: Yeah. And I'm trying to learn that, too. I, I've done some seedling stuff, like, w- with other kinds of plants, but never with cacti. And I got some seeds. I'm trying to do that, too. Like, I'm about, I'm about to order, like, a heat mat and try to do I think I'm going to try to do it outdoors. But I'm still learning for sure, you know.
1: Yeah, get get it all off op, Amazon.
0: Yeah yeah
1: you get your heat mat your heat light all that stuff you get a little because i have like a grow tent in my garage it's pretty cool and that's where i start off all my seedlings and then eventually they come out into the greenhouse
0: what kind of seeds so, you what kind of seedlings are you growing
1: uh right now um i'm trying to I'm crossing like uh obesas different kind of uh euphorbia obesas and then astrophytum mysterias and anzucas and super kabudos right now i okay. got I got a lot, and then I I buy offline too. I have uh, some uh, Copiapoa's, um, some Aerocarpuses right now, but I'm really into the the growing game right now, man. I love it. It takes, it, it's 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 a waiting game and a patience game, but I love it. Just seeing like you know how you start, how I start off with different kind of uh, soils and you know pre soils for like the seedlings, and then eventually it graduates to the soil that I make outside. So. So there's like cool, a like.
0: meditative aspect to like caring for plants, right? Like, yeah,
1: it's awesome. I'm um, being honest. Like, I, I mean, I could stare at the seedlings in my greenhouse when I see like the new growth on top, like the new white. I get super excited and I just stare at it for like five minutes. And I'm always in there talking to them. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, awesome,
0: man. Well, if yeah. plants could talk, that's awesome that you talk to your plants. Shit, I, I used to grow a lot of weed and I always talked to my plants too, and and I could feel their presence. Like I had this indoor garden. We had uh, like a hundred plants, twelve lights. And when they were big, you know, they'd be like five feet tall. You could just feel there. Were, you could feel their energy. It was crazy. And they'd be moving around. It's really strange, man. Really strange. The yeah, relationship between human and plants, you know?
2: Definitely, yeah, definitely, man. I think like, that's my excuse for myself. When I buy new, pla- every time I have a pot sitting there, it itches me, bro. Like, it like hurry up, get a plant for me. Like I went to the sale, bought two plant, two pots. And then I, the next week I bought me two obesas just to put in them. Uh-huh. And like, that's a bad thing. if I have pots sitting around, I end up spending like two three hundred bucks just on other plants because i I don't like seeing pots empty, okay, you know yeah, that's my thing like You're... I don't like seeing pots empty, and then I come to his house and I see his greenhouse, and I'm like, all right, I need that now, I need to get that now <laughs> and it, it's it's an addiction, but I think for me it's keeps me busy as far as you know like keeps me in a straight lane, yeah doesn't keep going elsewhere or wanting to do other things, you know so that's why I appreciate the plant environment, the plant hobby and the plant community, man. It's
0: that, crazy. That's beautiful, man. I relate to that a lot. It gives me like a sense of purpose and I don't know, I feel fulfilled. And if if there's nothing I didn't like if I didn't accomplish anything, at least I went and tended to my plants. And it's something I do every day. It's like a ritual, you know, it's part of my routine. Just, 100%. Yeah. And it's exciting yeah. too, like when you come out and there's a pup or you oh, know, okay. a new growth. <laughs>
2: Dude, that's why I'm so into euphorbias, man. Because they cluster. Like, you get a certain species or a variety of a euphorbia, mm-hmm. and I see new growth, man. I'm just like, all right, hurry up, get some flowers now so I can make some seeds yeah. or something, man. It's it's insane.
0: That's cool. Could you guys explain the difference between euphorbia and cacti? Because right, people get them confused. Right, people think that euphorbias are cacti, but it's a different species, correct?
1: It is a different species. It totally is. Yeah. Um, like euphorbias, I mean. They call him what the baseball cactus. Yeah, but there, i mean, I'm still I'm still learning as well. But man, the euphorbia game, the the species inside of euphorbia is just it's, it's ridiculous. There's a man. wide
0: range, right?
1: There's wow. the yeah. humongous range that just keeps going. Like I'm still, like I said, I'm still learning. Uh buddy of mine, uh Floratopia Aaron, he's like I call him the his his house is like euphorbia land. That's like the guy you. I
0: think I've seen about. your posts.
1: Yeah, that's the man. That's the guy to talk to about euphorbias. Him cool. and uh Crazy for Cactus Kevin. Those, those are the right. two guys you really want to talk to about euphorbias. They they know a little bit more about them, more in detail at least.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Like, uh,
1: it's a wide variety for euphorbias at least.
0: Yeah, it's interesting cuz the obessas in comparison I have like a trigona, completely different. Completely yeah. different. The trigona's so, I mean, like got these big arms and it's got these things hanging off of it, but then the obesas are like these little balls. Uh-huh. yeah strange I'm so,
2: dude i'm so that's probably the biggest addiction i have like if i could have only one plant i think it'd be an obessa. just yeah. because so many varieties and they're just so like people see them and they're like what is that you know and then i tell them oh that thing could make you make you go blind if you touch the latex with your eye you know it's crazy it, 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 like it. yeah my 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 girlfriend's dad He he's not a plant guy whatsoever but when i tell him these things he's like oh, be careful, don't 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 kill yourself while you're doing this, and I'm like, it's not that intense, but it's pretty cool, you know, they have their own little personalities as far as plants go.
0: Right, yeah, and each one has the different values to you, too, like, I have, like, my favorite ones, you know, ones I care about a little more for whatever reason, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a species, but, like, for some reason, this guy's, like, my favorite, you know, and I, like, extra care for him, and I'll have him in a special spot on display. <laughs> yeah,
2: for sure, dude, and I noticed that I move all those to the front of the table. Uh-huh. Everything goes to the back. Or if you're not making the cut, you're going outside and you go through Mother Nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. work, you know?
0: Yeah. There are certain plants get priority for my greenhouse, you know, and the other ones oh, got to live outside, you know? But definitely. mostly I use the greenhouse for rooting purposes just because we've had some rain recently, you know? And I kept getting cuttings rained on. I was having to bring them in. I was like, fuck, because I grow a lot of trichocereus, you know, like a lot of San Pedro cactus. I had to keep bringing them in. I have like thirty of these things, fifty of these things, bringing them inside, you know. So I finally, I had a greenhouse already. I had the frame, but I went and bought a, a new cover for it. And me and my lady covered it up. You know, it was pretty cool. I gotta get a, I gotta put a door on it. Still though, I want to put like one of those um, net. They have these magnetic net doors. You ever oh, seen like those? To keep the flies out. Yeah. yeah they're
1: for like front doors, those are pretty cool. I used to have one on my front door. Those are nice. Yeah, I want to get one of that those. Goes
0: perfectly. Yeah. I actually yeah, get a exactly. discount too at, at long beach hydroponics. Cause I've been doing business with those guys and they're like an old friend of mine. We like grew up together. So I get like 30% discount over there. If you guys like ever need anything from the hydro store or something like that, you know, it's pretty cool. Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's sweet.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I go to a uh, spectrum hydro in Norwalk.
1: Okay. Not, one,
2: yeah. Off the five freeway. There's a Lowe's on the left side and this is right off the freeway. And I go there for a lot of my, uh, I use ocean forest. Okay. Uh, Fox Farm. I'm sure nutrients. You know. Yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. Dude, that stuff, you know, I mean, I use, I, well, we also use like different other additives to our soil, like lava rock, pumice, turfis, mm-hmm. you know, name, you can name all of them, dude, and and just the fox farm alone has so much nutrients in the soil that you don't need really need to fertilize as much, right? Which is a benefit, you know, because you don't have to always buy those bottles, and you have a hundred plants and one bottle is when he does half of them
0: and it's good for like a year or two right that fertilizer oh, in that soil yeah yeah, yeah
2: for sure man that's it's really good and it's where i get it it's only like 10 bucks a bag and it's a it's and then other places get that get that same soil and they want to double the price because it's yeah, so it good
0: expensive yeah yeah do you guys have, like you guys ever have your ladies like complain about uh you being too obsessed with plants <laughs> uh,
2: as it's days
0: or I mean, not complain, but like, like one of the reason I think of that is cause like, I, I mean, I get so excited. I'll come inside and I'll be like, babe, babe, you got to look. And she doesn't, you know, she's not as passionate about it or I'll show her pictures, you know, like every, every few minutes I'm like, babe, look at this plant, you know?
2: Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I, as far as that, I don't think it's more, it's not complaining. It's more like, uh, hello, I'm here too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. They, like,
2: my, like My girl, she likes to say like, Oh, you're always outside with your plants. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I don't. I don't say too much because you know I don't want to push it. But she does really like, as far as my aspect of it, she likes my staging. She sees the plant, so I show the pot first. I show the plants, and she's like, "Whoa, that's crazy! It looks fake." Yeah. You know, and that's that's. I mean, she's not that into it as far as I am, but she, I, I, I think she supports me with it. Absolutely. She knows it's my my relaxation zone and. If I have issues personally, that's my place to go for my space. And she knows that, you know, and, yeah. I, and I appreciate all the support she's given me. She's bought me a, more than enough plants, you know, I can say. And and it's awesome.
0: That's so cool, man. So do you guys uh, you guys use like Clonex. I think I've seen somebody asking what the what the best clone technique was the other day. You guys yeah, using cool. Clonex or a rooting powder
1: yeah i use both i use i start off with clonex clonex works really good man yeah Um, yeah clonex is probably my number one go-to and then um rooting power uh, powder as well so i use both of them especially if i get stuff from like overseas through like ebay or something like that that hardly has any roots I'll, i'll throw some clonex on it and then i just let it sit in pumice and then a few days later boom there's there's some new roots coming through so that that stuff works good but it's super expensive yeah you get like a tiny bottle small bottles like i think like at the hydroponic store i think it's like 15 20 bucks i think if i'm not mistaken
0: yeah do you use it for cactus cuttings too or
1: yeah i use it for cactus cuttings as well it works man it's awesome i I know big's used it before yeah
2: i use uh like i'll just use that mainly on um like for like my obesas for example i noticed was like with something i mean some plants that have dry roots, he's got me on to water therapy. For that I've aspect. seen that, yeah. And that's pushed out a lot. I think for a straight cutting with no roots, that's going to be your best bet. You know, I use rooting powder for, like, my column cactus, home uh-huh. and soil, and they do great. And then other plants, like, uh, like even for euphorbia that doesn't have roots, I use that clonix and do the roots pop out, like, within a couple weeks. Oh, wow. you will be, be surprised. And
1: this guy's brought a lot of plants back with all those all those techniques yeah water therapy works as well too like if you're if you're like even a even a cacti or anything with roots like old roots that looks like it's kind of like diminishing i tell people just uh cut the old uh, cut the old roots off and then just let it sit just let the roots sit in the water don't let the the base of the plant touch the water and then change the water every few days and and people's plant, uh, the plant just comes back to life like that, like
0: just... deflated astros. You know, like I got these astros, shout out to a- uh, Mezcala Nursery. I got these astros, you know, and they came from Italy, so they were like a little dehydrated. I thought about that, I was wondering if that would have been a good technique to before plant prior to me planting it. Uh, yeah,
1: it would have, but usually, um, uh, were the roots like super white because usually uh, Italy takes care of their plants really well. Like I've bought them from Italy as well. The roots were like super white, I mean, even though they sometimes they take a week with you know the international shipping you could uh water therapy doesn't hurt for a couple of days
0: yeah some of them like weren't didn't have any roots at all you know it's just like the little cup i don't know what you would call that oh, uh, yeah, you, th-
1: those are probably
2: degrafted maybe okay. and they put them try to get some roots out of them i've noticed that and you know, it's it's a it's a hit or miss, man. Cause like we, this guy's gotten some variegated with uh, uh, that were grafted with dragon fruit stock, mm-hmm. and I tell everybody that's probably the worst stock to use as far as to get your plants to grow because, mm-hmm. like all the gymnos, <laughs> all the gymnos at Lowe's that like you see with the red, the big red gymnos, mm-hmm. the dragon uh, fruit stock, they it shoots like a bone into the plant, okay, and it makes a big hole into your whatever whatever plant you graft on it, and you water it once and it rots. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So we've, we've used, like, the, I use the ZI, uh, Column uh-huh. Cactus, um, the Trichosirius. Uh, tre- yeah, Trichosirius, the Matillo, the Myrtillo Cactus, the uh, Blue, uh, Blue Myrtles. Myrtles. Column Cactus. Yeah, those, that one worked good for us for the first time. And we got our, he shot me some uh, uh, pups off of variegated Astro, mm-hmm. and it was all green. And I popped the pup on there, and the variegation started popping up.
0: Oh, wow. That's so cool.
2: Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's hit or miss. Some people don't like it. Some people do. I think if you have pups that aren't going to grow without it, like, and they're just going to die, I say give them a chance. Yeah. you know,
0: Grafting is something new to me. I, I've always thought it was really cool, but I I just tried it for the first time ever. And I see people doing crazy, especially with, like, prickly pears and different uh, species. I didn't even know you could do that with a with, with puntia. <laughs> you know yeah it's a trip man how these plants will grow grow together completely different species
1: it's it's mind-blowing sometimes like just how you slice the plant in half and you slice the other plant and you you merge them together and then boom they're they're growing as one now and they're totally two different species
0: and it can increase the growth rate too right on certain graphs
1: Yeah, grafting, right? It does. Yeah, like uh, when you graft
2: like with a perisceopsis, I don't know if you're familiar with that plant. It's a succulent. Okay. And um, it's more of like a branching succulent with thorns on it. And that's probably I hate that plant because every time you touch it, you get stabbed. But yeah, um, if you follow uh, Garibaldos Nursery, Ivan, shout uh-huh. out to that guy. He's our good friend. He got me onto cactus, and he's got me onto grafting. Uh-huh. He's the one who showed me how to graft uh, different plants. And he grafts everything, man. He grafts those penis cactuses, and then they start growing different spines because they have so much <laughs> juice. And he grafts everything, dude. And he's the one that taught us how to do it the right way. But I think you could graft onto pretty much. I think especially euphorbias, you gotta watch out for those though. You can't just throw a euphorbia onto a column cactus. Okay. It won't, it won't connect. You need a euphorbia to euphorbia.
0: I'm gonna have to learn some of that from you guys because I'm super interested in that. Especially I've seen like. uh people will get like a monstrous or, or a Trico that's capable of, of doing that and they'll like slab graft it on top. You seen that? And then it'll – or it'll crest, you know? Have you ever seen those slab grafts oh, where they
2: – Yeah, it's like a little piece.
0: They take a side piece of the ribs and then they put yeah. the ribs like there. They put, they put the ribs up, you know, like flat on, on its yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, I guess I've it
1: – like, Oh, man. No, I've never seen that. I got to check that out. Yeah, yeah it's called slab grafting.
0: grafting.
2: Yeah, um, definitely, though, Ivan from Garibaldos Nursery, if you ever get down there, that guy, ha- tell him I sent you and to show you his greenhouse because all the grass he has, he has some crazy variegated crests of the San Pedro. Mm-hmm. And he just slapped them on and he said within a year, uh, dude, it just a little piece turned into a big full on piece. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I've been meaning to get over there. Honestly, I see him on Instagram and, and his spot looks cool. I know he's got a lot of trichos over there, too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, he does a lot more landscaping stuff, Mm -hmm. but I think I go, like, I send people his way because he just has good vibes, man. He's a great guy. He always likes to help out the community and whoever comes to his nursery. Yeah. He's super cool.
1: The sale's next week, right? Yeah. Next weekend?
2: Yeah, Garibaldos, no, at the end of the month. Oh, the 26th and 27th. Yeah, uh, the Garibaldo sale. And it's uh, two days,
0: it's a two-day long sale, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, uh, the 26th and 27th at the end of the month.
0: Do we know who it's featuring?
1: Uh, I have the list. Let me see. I know the Pottery is going to be there. Johnny Pothead, both ceramic guys. Oh, I got the list right I here. So it.
2: Variegated Troy will be there. Uh, Gary Duke. Uh, Cactus Quest will be there. Hunter, crazy guy. Uh, Johnny Pothead, the Pottery. Uh, be Creative. Uh, Tierra Plante. They always have some good stuff. Contrabando Alley. Uh, plants for some reason they do a lot of uh uh, haworthias Mm -hmm. uh gun ceramics has some pretty cool pots uh hippie toast pottery and then uh he's gonna have uh shaved ice like a shaved by lalo and granny kitchen love so he's gonna have a, a pretty big event he's gonna have a lot of food there and a lot of vendors so
0: yeah i'm excited about that one what's the date again
2: the 26th and 27th of February.
0: And that's another thing I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast and having different people from the plant communities like to push, you know, whatever we're working on together and, and introduce one another. And, you know, it, it's weird right now. Like, I, I've like developed these relationships with people that I've never met, you know, yeah, for one awesome. reason or another. But, uh, you know, part, part, in part, probably because of the pandemic. But I was over at the at Green Touch for that last show last weekend. That was really cool. Shout out to him, too. Um but, yeah, man, I'm really excited to, like, you know, expand and, and learn and, and get to know you guys, and especially if there's something I can learn, like, when it comes to caring for my plants or grafting. And that's, that's a part of what I wanted to do with this is, like, gardening tips, plant and gardening tips. And it's not just uh, the cactus and succulent community necessarily, but like I'm, I'm hoping to host people that are into like growing veggies, their own food, whatever it is, uh, cannabis, uh, exploring plant medicine, spirituality. I'm really into that kind of stuff, you know. Um, yeah, man, it, it's it's really cool.
2: Yeah, dude, I think you have a good uh, how would you say uh, uh, you have a good idea what you want to do, man. Like um, you have so many opportunities to talk to different people. And I think as far as each individual on Instagram, they all have their own things to bring to their table sure you know yeah. like it's crazy even if it's just their personality they yeah. might not know a thing about cactus they collect them for fun
0: that's me. that's me that's
2: me some personalities man it's like that's the best part of it you can talk about plants and, and we're teaching each other
1: new
0: things yeah yeah when it comes so down to like foot. go ahead
1: i was gonna say uh hidden agave would probably be a good one to eventually i love agaves i've seen his page He's, He's like uh, – I call him the agave king of all of – he grows from tissue. What does that mean? He's, he grows from, like, their actual tissue inside. Like, he clones them and everything like that. Oh, like, you wow. can take like Down like, to a science. Yeah, it's, it's a whole science behind that. But, yeah, it's – I've never been there. He has, like, a full ranch down – what is it, down by San Diego? Uh, Vista? Is it Vista? Yeah, and he just – I mean, yeah, he has, like, a full agave, like, ranch, and he grows – he grows them from uh, actual tissue, from their actual tissue itself.
0: Yeah, I love agaves, especially when I see like a giant one. There's like something prehistoric about them. Like, you know, the, the, the fucking 10 the foot tall thing. ones, like the, some of those big ass uh, Americanas. Some of them are Americanas, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, those things are fascinating. And then, then they when they bloom, they like they lose their life afterwards, right? What's that yeah. called?
1: They, they have that, it's like a, a death I mean, bloom. yeah, it's like a, like a death bloom, but it, it looks like an alien, like a, it does. a growing out from the top there, but it goes over like 30 feet sometimes. Like yeah. It's
0: yeah it looks And like then it.
1: some actually have more pups. So I can't remember what agave, when it, when it's starting to die, it'll bloom, but it, when it blooms, it has the whole little, it has its pups all around it and you can just walk up to it and just peel them off and yeah. it's an actual agave already. Then you just stick it in the. Put it in some pumice and it'll, it'll root it yeah like the
0: mom will die but the, but the pups survive yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, and, and it's like i don't even is there not even like a time frame of when they bloom sometimes they just end up blooming right i think
1: it's like after 30 years oh yeah, wow
2: it depends, it depends on the on the i guess the species i'm not too familiar with the guy is but the ones that i have i you know i'm sure they have to get to a decent size
1: i think I, yeah i want to say if i don't hold me to it but i think it's after like 30 years then that, that's like, you know, then in my bloom after like, that's when they start blooming is after 30 years. But yeah, that'd have to be my second
0: favorite next to next to cacti would be agave for sure. I love agave. Yeah,
1: I started off with agave and then I just I moved on to other stuff. Yeah,
2: I think I started off with uh, astrophytums. Those mm-hmm. were my my, yeah. my my favorite cactus succulent. I, I, I wanted all of them. And then I met this guy and then I got into euphorbia's. And then now he's kind of taking over that whole astrophytum, growing them from seed, getting seeds from them. You know, his own, how would you say, growing your own population of them? Yeah. Cross-pollinating everything. Yeah. Like so your own he, breed.
1: Pretty much. Yeah, I'm trying to. I want to create, like, some new hybrids that people have never seen. Which he, has stuff, cool. he,
2: he has some stuff that no one's seen. I, in my awesome. opinion, I don't, I've never seen the stuff that he has in anybody else's collection, unless you're from Thailand.
0: That's so cool, because I know that Astros are already, like, really sought after. It's like a like oh, a go-to yeah. oh. for a cactus collector, right? Yeah. I those, just I got mean, my good. first ones.
1: Yeah, that's oh, good. <laughs> well, welcome for, to family. It's the, the first of many, I'll tell yeah. you that. Yeah, I got them <laughs> yeah.
0: from Escala. Oh,
1: there you go. Sergio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Sergio is so a good awesome dude.
2: Yeah,
0: he's very but, uh, welcoming and like he oh, he's uh, so helpful, man. I always end up spending like thirty minutes talking to him before I leave. You know, really good guy.
2: Yeah, he's, he's he's awesome, man. I mean, he's got me onto some different stuff as far as like the like column cactus. He has a lot of landscaping plants. You know, he just has everything. He's how would you say? I think he evolved with the community over the years. Yeah, or I think a year. Yeah. because once people started wanting certain things, he. Well, I like to say adjusted, adapted and overcame, you know, he, he was like once landscaping. Now he has some rare specimens. Yeah. and Crazy. Sometimes you see stuff that you won't see anywhere else at his nursery and he's offering it to the, to the community. Well, the plant community dope, boomed
0: uh, after sorry. the, sorry, after the pandemic. I I mean, it seemed like a bunch of pages are one year old, like exactly one year old right now. You know, that's me. The pandemic I think brought, since so many people were home, they, they started either rediscovering or discovering uh, their, yeah. their love for gardening and plants like that. That's how that's how I got back into it was definitely the pandemic and being locked down at home. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, I
2: think seeing other people's pages inspired me just to be like, whoa, like, I didn't know that existed. Or I didn't know you could do that with a plant or with oh, a pot. Like you, uh, you go to the Home Depot and you buy a uh, clay pot and you just put a plant in it. And I'm like, no, you need to make your plant look represented. You need to give your plant a name for itself and to teach people, okay, this is what this plant does. I like to always talk to people, like, you know, explain what the plant does for the environment. Mm-hmm. You know, if we didn't have these plants, like, for example, in, uh, um, was it Chile with the Copiapoa and stuff like that, Ar- Argentina yeah. up there. Uh, Cactus Quest has a perfect video with, uh, I forgot the name of the guy, but he's saying that the, the animals out there just the smallest beetle or the microorganisms depend on that plant every year but people are going out there and poaching them for what
0: and conservation is really important that's something that i've been learning about too actually you know i didn't realize that there were uh, so many issues with that
1: oh, no yeah there is man it, it's crazy but you, like i tell people you we can't really i don't know what a poach plant and a non-poach plant looks like like you put them side by side and we were to show all three of us. I'm pretty sure none of us would pick the. We'd just be like, oh, they look identical. But there's little things that you could that sh- tell you exactly what a poach plant looks like. But I'm still learning as well about yeah. that.
0: And these are like endangered species, like like the peyote cactus is, is yeah, one yeah. of them that gets poached a lot. I know that I've seen a lot of people get enraged on Instagram about that shit, like uh-huh. thousands of <laughs> comment thread, like ripping people up for, you know, cultural appropriation and 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 uh, harvesting those things unethically yeah,
2: and I, think, I think sometimes it gets carried away it
0: does I, yeah. i'm honestly not into can i don't really like cancel culture i don't really like uh like riding on people and like that kind of thing but at the same time yeah. i want to preserve nature i i oh, give a fuck yeah. about the planet and i care about these plants but uh you know but sometimes like attacking people is just not necessary
2: yeah i think i think you know yeah. you, i leave i leave the attacking to the authorities in a way right let them let them go in and handle the business yeah that's what they're there for yeah don't be on instagram saying that you deserve to die because you took this plant from the from earth thank you for
0: saying that i I agree with you 100 you know what
2: i'm saying like if you want to if you want to be the advocate and be like all right you deserve this well then go let someone that has higher authority than you know about it let them go give them the information and then handle it. Don't be yeah. the one that does it because they
0: need to like a, like an idiot. Ultimately there's karma. I believe in karma, you know, it goes around, comes around. So mm-hmm. it'll yeah. come back to them in one way or another.
1: Yeah. You can just educate that person. Yeah. yeah. Explain. To them. That's all you got to do. There's, there's no need for like bashing each other on, in, in our plant community. Just educate that person. I'm pretty sure that person just saw that plant was like, Oh my God, this is a cheap price. Boom. I'm going to take it. Not even thinking, it's poached like it's yeah. just and then if it is poached then and you see that then tell that person hey look the, 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 that seller that you just bought from um it's already been some red flags with that person you might want to be careful next time you buy from him i've heard you know he's poached some plants and selling them and this is what a poached plant looks like educate each other That's the only that's the only way i see it just instead of bashing each other we should just all educate each other i like that approach Looks like maybe maybe someone out there that's out there in the wild every day could make a, a PowerPoint for all of us and put it out there on Instagram. And, you know, a quick little detail of what a poach plant looks like and what a non-poached plant looks like that's grown from seed. You know, I'm pretty sure the roots look totally different. The top looks totally different. The colors are totally different because, you know, that, that plant is out there in the natural environment. And this one, you know, grown from seed, doesn't see the sun all day. You know, pretty sure the colors might be a little off, but yeah education ed- ed- educate and educate
0: yeah no i like that for sure you know a lot of and these I people think- are probably naive they didn't know you know they were just yeah. like they saw something that they liked and they wanted to take it home or whatever reason it's different than somebody that's out there like knowingly poaching plants and selling them you know yeah. what i mean
2: and then it gets to a point where like some people just don't give a shit <laughs> i mean straight up they just don't care and they want they i've seen people that just popped up on instagram and have couple thousand dollars worth of plants in their collection. Some poach, some not. But then, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like anything you do. If you're collecting shoes, you're going to get hyped up for shoes. People are going to look at your your collection. Oh, hell yeah, I'm going to follow, follow, follow. But then again, you know, how uh, genuine is the person? Are they really doing it because they like it or because the popularity aspect of it? Right. Because I'm telling you, in the next five to ten years, this plant hobby is going to be exploding.
0: Yeah, I think it already is yeah for it's sure it's gonna
2: be popping like crazy bro like you know and like will we'll always talks about it man these sales that are gonna happen they're gonna be bigger 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 yeah. and it's gonna explode I that mean, means that any any hobby look at the reptile hobby the how would you say uh the demand for a uh, species that's why we like to grow from seed because if we have stuff from seed and you grow it in in uh how would you say uh in your environment and not uh-huh. stealing from the wild, captivity. there's no need to take it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could grow a thousand peyote plants from seed, have them for sale. They're going to be a little bit more expensive, but I think I'd rather pay the money for a, a, a seed cultivated one from you know someone's private collection than go in the wild being easy about it and just taking it
0: yeah these are really slow growing plants that like yeah. take they live for decades right, and it takes a long time for them to reach maturity and people go and rip them out and they're 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 also in danger, right, not even just from poaching, but they're like not as uh, prevalent as they used to be back in the day, correct Yeah
2: yeah, and yeah. And I, other... and I
1: like. To... Go ahead go
0: ahead. Uh, what other species besides peyote are, are we talking about here that's commonly poached and being sold?
1: You got. I mean, agaves get poached as well. Yeah. Like uh, you, you Utah think, Hensys, Utah Yeah, Utahensis is like a really known poached uh, plant.
0: Mm-hmm. From... That's that real, real sharp. You the Utah. Yeah, it's like it looks like it says Utah, it. Utah, Utah. What is it? How is it? Utahensis. Yeah. Utah yeah.
2: Hens- yeah utah hensis yeah i always used to say utah hensis it's the the one with
1: like the the spine part it's squiggly at the end yeah
0: those are cool looking
1: i know that one's pretty much poached there's a aerocarpus for sure yeah aerocarpus for sure the small ones even the big ones in
2: texas the physaratus out there they get poached a lot you always see them on on uh, craigslist or even ebay a lot people sell them like that plant if you get a specimen plant, it's going for like two to three hundred bucks. Wow. People sign up for eighty-five dollars. Wow. Coached, and like people are like, Oh, hell yeah, I want it. But think about the the outcome of it. You're taking a plant from the wild, that plant's never gonna be there again. And you know, that might be the last of it.
0: Yeah, it's not able to duplicate itself, correct?
2: Mm-mm. Yeah. You yeah. need two plants to produce more seeds. You can't just expect one to thrive on its own.
0: Yeah. that's cool i'm a big
2: i'm a big big advocate for uh i like to support uh the elephants in africa i like to support the rhinos like i'm very big like i support a vet paw. it's a it's a military group that that does support and protects elephants and from poachers they're a military group just for them
0: oh that's cool like a militia
2: almost yeah yeah so they have like uh 100 square miles or whatever in Africa that they've fenced off. But poachers still get ways to go in there. But they're literally military for them, for the animals. protect them. Yeah, not just... They're all retired. They all have been in the military for for us. Now it's time to fight for the the environment, the wildlife of the Earth, Mother Earth, you know?
0: Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, so
2: I think animals and plants coexist. And we need to protect all of it, not just what what we feel like it's needed
0: you yeah know? yeah yeah well we need each other and it's crazy like that that's a kind of a concept that i wanted to explore was like uh you know like how how do we need them and how do they need us um what inspired you to launch your plant page
1: um probably uh kevin crazy for cactus uh i didn't i didn't have a plant page i was just big on like agaves and then uh I bought one of his off of his page i was on my other instagram i have two instagrams i have my regular instagram for family and then i have my plan instagram mm-hmm. and i started following them there and then it just one night i was just like sitting down doodling on a piece of paper writing down some like i wrote down like five different names and i put whittier prick and i was just like i don't know if that would go and then i my lady got home and she was like i like it i really like it and i was like oh sweet because in my back of my mind i was like okay I, this is the name i'm gonna go with It was whittier prick and then sure enough it started off with one pitcher two pitchers and then it just it just blew up from there
0: that's super cool uh, man. It, was,
1: it was crazy for cactus uh, kevin that got me going on
0: so you knew his... him outside of i knew him outside of instagram
1: no i didn't i only knew oh, yeah. him through instagram and he was selling he was selling some plant and i hit him up and then he came over and uh, he brought uh it was an agave macro uh, that one's probably one of my favorite agaves it has the really thick black spines at the oh, top.
2: macrocantha?
1: Yeah, macrocantha. And uh, he came over, we talked a little bit, and then we shook hands, and he's all, we're plant brothers from here on out. And I was like, sweet, sounds good. I was like, we're first plant brother here, let's, let's do it. And it just, it took off from there. That's
0: dope, man. What about you?
2: Uh, I think, I mean, my Instagram, I wouldn't call mine a plant page. It's more like, you know, just my-, my
0: It's like your plant. regular personal page too, right? Because you post yeah. pictures with your lady there. I see that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I post that, you know, I post stuff with my family, you know, and I just actually, I, because my old Instagram that I had my plant stuff on, it was, at had that for like five, six years from when I was in high school and stuff like that, so I was like, I'm gonna start off fresh, you know, make my pictures more meaningful, and, you know, and then just took off, like recently, I think I take more pride in my stuff that I've been posting lately, so, you know, and then talking to Will about stuff, and then seeing his post, and just us going back and forth, and just the people I meet on my Instagram, man. Just all the people in the plant community, they all support one another. You yeah, know? I have I to
0: say it's very inspiring. Like, you guys inspired me. That's why I reached out to you guys, you know. And I'm looking. I'm seeing all these cool things. Like, your little staging that you've been doing lately is super dope, man. And I love yeah. watching seedlings, too. Seeing seedlings growing. Yeah,
2: for sure, man. Yeah. And They're getting there. Yeah, he's almost there. <laughs> I told him another
1: 30 years and we'll have a nursery. <laughs> so, is that
0: the ultimate goal? yeah it is
1: oh, that would be awesome yeah that would be awesome that would be cool but i i would i really want a ranch so i could have more tortoises oh like dude, nice yeah pond, but bigger greenhouse and stuff like that that'd be nice yeah
2: i want a ranch with goats chickens tortoises all that and my my plants still so me living we both i live five minutes from him so we live in whittier there's not too much land here as far as you know to develop on hmm So I'm planning on trying to move out towards like Ontario, maybe even Nevada. I don't
0: know. Opportunity,
2: you know, will pop up later on.
0: Yeah, that's definitely a dream of mine, too. Me and my lady talk about it all the time. Like, we want to open a nursery. Like, I jokingly started my page, Earthling Botanical. Like, just I had a few plants that I had rooted. Like, it was a puntia monocanta, Joseph's coat cactus. Like, the randomest, weirdest looking cactus ever. I rooted them, and I was like, I wonder if I could sell plants. It was when the pandemic got really heavy. And so I launched an Etsy and sure enough, I, like the first three plants I I posted, they sold, you know, this was in July, this was in July of last year. Now I'm at like 315 sales, you know, it's crazy. And I've been been, propagating cacti and succulents. You know, a lot of the stuff I buy, I got two old friends that have some monster trichocerius mom. one of them has a giant trichoserious Peruvianus mom on his property down in San Diego. And then my other homie up in Santa Barbara has a giant Peruvian apple cactus. And I didn't know much about, the, I knew a lot about San Pedro. I always like was very interested in the San Pedro since I was young because of the psychedelic aspect of it. But uh, yeah, so I, I took a few cuttings from her, like some two, three foot Peruvian apple cuttings. And those started going quick, like super quick, you know? So that's like been like the biggest thing I get now is Peruvian apple cactus. It's really popular on Etsy. It's interesting, like uh, the Midwest, a lot of people from the Midwest and the East Coast are buying them.
2: Yeah. Some places they don't have those plants. Right. So it's, it's I think it's an awesome opportunity for you to spread your, your name out to the people in the community, but just also to you're able to give back to people that don't have these plants.
0: Right. That's Actually, a cool way to look I, at it.
2: Yeah. I think that's awesome. Like as far as when I have people, whenever they come to my greenhouse, which I would like to have you over sometime,
0: would love to know, come
2: check out my stuff. We can have a conversation about it, but Every time they come by, I always make sure they leave with something. Yeah. Even if it's a small agave that I had that doesn't have roots yet, but I'm here, let's see what you can do with it. You know, or or whatever, you know. So I like to give back to people. Yeah. They they always Give to me, I give back, you
0: know? Yeah, I'm not strictly out here just to profit. You know, I like, I really enjoy it. It was, like, kind of like a joke. I didn't think that I was going to be able to sell the plants, you know? And then it just kept going and going and going. And I was like, what the fuck? I started a business. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was like an accident out of something that I love doing, you know? And I've learned so much because of it, too. It's really cool. And I try to do giveaways. And I'll I'll hook people up, you know? But, yeah, uh, yeah, man, it's been a crazy experience. Um, Yeah, it's been a blast, you guys. Can you tell me this? Like, w- let's plug whatever you got, like your Instagram or if you have merch, how can people find you?
1: Uh, uh, my Instagram's is Whittier Prick. And then, um, the merchandise uh, tab, the link is in my little profile at the bottom. I'm on, it's through, um, uh, I can't remember who it is. Um, Oh, bonfire. Yeah, there you so go. So okay. I use bonfire for all my merchandise right now. It's a uh, t-shirts, uh, Unisex t-shirts for girls and then uh small t-shirts for kids sweatshirts uh then all once uh, it starts getting hotter i'll throw some more tank tops in there okay. stuff like that i was thinking about doing some like beer coasters soon and then uh for stickers you can probably just dm me on my instagram uh just send uh shoot me a message and then i have two uh stickers right now one is my logo and then i uh during the pandemic i drew uh, like a alien spaceship and it's over like a uh, it's over a column cactus. Is that it's your
0: like, sticker? I've seen that.
1: Yeah. And then it says, get in, prick. So I, I colored it up. I drew it up. And then I just, I made it. So, yeah, that's mine. Dude, I love
0: that. that I love that image, man. That's so funny because I, I was looking at it. My, my Mine has like a UFO. It's earth, my Earthling Botanical, like greetings, Earthlings, you know. Uh, oh, okay. I have, I have uh, like a UFO and a cactus. But I saw that image and I was like, man, I want something just like that. That's funny. I didn't know it was yours
1: yeah hit me up shoot me a message and then send me your address and i'll, I'll send you one for free man
0: that would be dope i appreciate yeah, that man sure.
1: and then i got i got other few like i got two other drawings that i need to finish and i'm pretty you guys just uh motivated me a little bit to get on the night and finish coloring and drawing them out one's a uh, darth maul and uh a williams eye so i gotta finish that and then another one like with a coffee mug and a cactus in it and it's gonna say coffee and cactus nice so I'm still, I'm still coming up with stuff like that, but yeah, it's Whittier prick, and then the link for my merchandise is on my little uh, bio description, and then for stickers, like I said, just shoot me a DM and we'll go from there.
0: Okay, cool. What about you, Vic? Uh,
1: it's just Vic the prick, Vic dot the prick. Okay.
0: And,
2: uh, I mean, I don't really have any merch yet. Soon, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been working on something. I'm about to get with this guy to, you know, I need to push something out because a lot of people are doing it. And I just I just like to have my name out there a little bit, you know, just for the community. And I think it's fun to trade stickers and yeah. that's how you meet people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, man. I mean, that's all I really have.
0: And we can catch you guys over at the show. Was, remind me the dates again.
2: Actually, I think it was the 27th and 28th. Cool. I could be it wrong, but let me see. Yeah, February 27th from 9 to 2, and then February 28th uh, from 9 to 12.
0: And that's Garibaldo's in, in Bellflower, right?
1: Yes, yeah.
0: yes. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I had a blast, man. I'm looking forward to like meeting up with you guys and doing stuff in the future.
1: Yes, yeah, good. Yeah, man. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah. This is awesome, especially for the first time experience. It's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, just
0: let us know, man. We're always ready. You guys are the first episode too. Yeah, hell yeah dude. I That's like, dope. I, I always like being the first. And I got two for one. You know, I got both of you guys.